Hello, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Therapy. I'm your host, Rosemary Burns, and I appreciate you and that you're taking time to listen to this podcast. Um, So let's start with what I learned. So over the past um, week or so, um, I started listening to some other podcasts, um, which, you know, I think that's great, um, gives you good, gave me some good ideas. Um, And the one thing that I noticed is I don't have any theme music. Like I don't have any music coming in. I just start talking. And I was like, you know, I love music anyhow. Um, and so I was like, I need to fix that. So, um, I'm working on getting some, some music. I thought that was kind of funny. And so I was like, yeah, it'd be nice to have, have a little bit of ambiance for when I start talking. Um, so look for that. That's, that's coming up shortly. I also, let me just start Um, with, you know, some announcements, which I think will be really great. Um, I'm going to be a guest on the Steve and Bethany. Their show is called Hopecast, and that's their podcast. And so I'm really excited about that. I'm I'm very um, blessed that they would invite me to come on their show. Um, I honestly don't even know what we're going to talk about yet. Um, But again, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's really fun um, to, to meet other podcasters. I know they used to be on the radio, but it's kind of like building a community and, and getting to know other people that actually do podcasts like, like I'm trying to do. And so, um, I've listened to some of theirs and they're really, they're really good. They, they seem like, like just seamless. That's the word. They just seem seamless. Um, and, and so like natural at it. And so, um, kudos to them. I think that's wonderful. Um, so I'm, that's one thing I'm, I'm really excited about doing. And then I told you that I've been working on getting, um, a guest onto my show and I'm, I'm working on it. I'm still working on it. We're in the kind of the final, um, steps of, of figuring that out. And I just wanted to let you all know that too. Um, remember if you want to, um, if you're interested in being a sponsor for the show, um, you can contact TJ Nichols at Blue Stream Media and he can walk you through how you would go about setting that up. And of course, that is muchly appreciated because the more um, sponsors we have, of course, the the longer I can keep this going, which uh, I'm having so much fun. And I hope you are. I hope I'm giving you some education and some outreach um, and teaching you some things that you didn't know about therapy. So that all being said, um, let's talk about as the state reopens. So um, for those of you who, who are not in Arkansas, that's where I'm from. So I'm in the state of Arkansas. And over the past week, um, the governor has decided to start reopening. I think it, we would call it phase two. Um, and so I thought it would, would be important and prudent to revisit the COVID situation, um, not from political or anything like that, but just to check in with each other. Because again, we're going through phasing into going back to work after being at home. Those of us who were at home, that's also an adjustment. If if you recall in a previous podcast, I, I talked about how going from being at work every day and school every day to having to stay at home for the most part, stay at home all the time, that's a major adjustment. Well, you know, it takes time for the mind, the emotions, and the body to adjust to a change like that, which we had talked about. Well, guess what? Another change comes about, and and yes, it's trying to get back to a new normal, 
I've said that phrase before too, getting us back into our offices or back to our stores that we worked at. Um, that is also an adjustment. So I thought it would be important to talk about checking in on your coworkers, you know, checking in uh, for bosses, checking in on your workers and making sure that they're okay. Um, because again, this is a first for everybody. Nobody has dealt with a pandemic before. So here's some things I wanted to, to bring to your attention, some things to think about and what to look for in your friends and in your coworkers, because trauma, which this is a global trauma, I've said that before, this is a global trauma. And so trauma symptoms, they're tricky and they hide. And oftentimes they do not show up until months after the event happened. So this is things to look for. Notice if coworkers or your friends, even bosses, notice if they're irritable for kind of no apparent reason, just increased irritability. Notice and listen for if your coworkers or bosses or your friends are saying they're having changes in their sleep, difficulty sleeping or sleeping too much, not having any energy, you know, wishing they could just stay in bed. Those are, um, again, some symptoms that, that you know, they might, have pro might be having problems adjusting, changes in appetite, going from, you know, maybe a normal appetite to really not having any kind of appetite or maybe overeating. Again, those are, again, some symptoms for having problems with adjusting. Poor concentration and memory. So maybe if you're sitting at, you know, your desk and you're working on your computer or something like that, and you know that a coworker usually, you know, when we were back in the office um, prior to COVID-19 really didn't have a problem concentrating, you know, they could sit there, do their work with no problems. Well, notice, are they getting up every five minutes? You know, all of a sudden, do they have to go get a drink or go get coffee or something like that? Whereas they normally, or they used to not normally do that. If they are easily distracted, that kind of goes along with poor concentration, you know, do little things all of a sudden just totally distract them from their work. You know, um, it's a, you know, when we're home and we can, you know, check Facebook or check email and, um, you know, scroll through Facebook and stuff like that. Whereas when you go back to work, you know, you can't really do that. Um, as much as you can when you're at home. And so, you know, having to, it becomes a habit. And so having to do that, you know, without being able to stop, that's, that's another, another kind of warning sign that they're having problems adjusting. If look for something like alcohol consumption, you know, if your friend or your coworker, usually, you know, they would never have a drink at like lunch or something like that. I'm not saying they're, you know, they're supposed to or not supposed to or whatever. But again, you're looking for a change, a behavior change. So if, you know, if you know this person would never do something like that and then all of a sudden they're, you know, oh, we're at, you know, we're at lunch. I'm going to order a beer or something like that. That might be something to kind of, you know, keep an eye on if they have no motivation I think I kind of mentioned that just before, you know, no motiv no motivation, kind of always went, oh, I wish I was back in bed, you know, back at home. Um, those can also be warning signs. So if you know that friends or coworkers are experiencing some symptoms, reach out, ask them how they're doing. You know, if it's really serious, of course, you know, you can recommend, hey, maybe you should go see someone.
If you're a business owner, I realize that can be pretty tricky um, because, you know, you don't want to single out a worker. Um, you don't want to embarrass them. How do you go about addressing when, you know, I honestly think you should have, you should do this anyway and be proactive for your employees. So think about having a staff meeting, you know, once everybody's kind of back in, in the swing of things, uh, in the first couple of weeks that we've reopened, have a staff meeting, talk about if your company has EAP services. I've mentioned that before, if it wasn't in my podcast, it was in, um, TJ's podcast, The Iron Leader, where I talked about, you know, business owners can look at if they have EAP services, that stands for Employee Assistance Program or Plan. And that's where the business has contracted with a mental health service to offer therapy services for the employees. And they usually give anywhere between, I've seen between like four to eight sessions um, where an employee can go and, you know, get seen by a therapist and get some, some mental health services. Think about EAP services. Also, like I said, have a staff meeting and tell everybody about services. You can have uh, somebody come in and talk about mental health. If you don't feel comfortable doing it yourself, you can always put up posters with hotline numbers you know, um, put them in break rooms, put them in common areas. When you do that, it, again, it's raising awareness. It's giving those resources out to your employees without having to single somebody, somebody out. For workers, of course, you can go talk to people in HR because they would also know if, if there's an EAP plan in place. So if you're struggling, you can go and ask about that as well. When we're around each other again, use active listening Active listening means paying attention to keywords. It's kind of like, okay, if you hear people just, you know, saying, yeah, man, I just, for the past week, I haven't been able to sleep really well. Or, you know, when I try and sit down at my desk, I'm just, I feel so fidgety and, and restless and I just can't sit still. When you hear things like that, that might be an opportunity to reach out and be like, oh, why don't you get that checked out, you know? Some people think that that, you know, oh, it's not my business to do that. Well, it should be everybody's business because if, again, prevention or early intervention is one of the best ways to help prevent serious mental health issues. So make it your business. You can use, be tactful when you say something, but you know, hey, yes, is you know, COVID, everything going on in the world has been, you know, really hard on everybody. You know, it's okay. Like, Go see if you want to talk to somebody. I consider myself a people watcher. Like if I kind of go out and about, which I know I haven't been out and about in a while, but when I am out and about, I consider myself a, a, a people watcher. And every now and again, I'll pick up on conversations with people moving past me and stuff like that. And this is another good way to um, to kind of broach or, or talk, start talking about therapy. I mean, the whole thing is let's talk therapy. Well, talking about actually being okay with getting into therapy and that that is healthy for you. When you hear people say things, and I've heard people say things, and I'm going to be so honest about this, you're going to all think I'm mean. I'm not trying to be mean, but you'll get, you'll get, there's a point. I'm rambling a little, but there's a point. So when I hear people say, like, just kind of out and about, like, oh, that's just my bipolar, or that's just my OCD. I've just been triggered 
or something like that. Those are some phrases that I've heard from time to time in, you know, my career. So, <laughs> I have two two things, and this is, this is the mean part. I'm going to do the mean part first. Part of it just, like, goes all over me because I'm just like, ugh. I'm like, it makes me ask, okay, have you actually been to somebody? Have you actually been diagnosed? Like, have you been seen by a doctor? Have you been seen by a mental health clinician? Because if you have not then please don't say, well, that's just my bipolar and that's just my OCD because you don't know. No, no, no. You don't know that you actually have those disorders. And if you've done like, oh, I've checked online, you know, and I've done all these, you know, can check these symptoms off on on a list. And so, yes, I have it. No, 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 no. That does not mean that you have bipolar or obsessive compulsive disorder or any other kind of disorder. It is not okay to diagnose yourself and it's not okay to rely on things that are online to diagnose yourself. Just please don't do it there. So that's my mean part. It, like I said, goes all over me because here's why. And, and I hope that you'll be like, Oh no, that's not actually mean. Here's why. Because there could be all kinds of lists. We don't know where you're getting the lists from. You know, it could be a million different websites that have lists about mental health. And yes, there are some that are reputable and that have research behind them. And I'm not talking about those kind of websites. I'm talking about just kind of your everyday that maybe like, here, click on this and this is, take your personality test. And so, no, <laughs> no. There's a reason that clinicians, doctors, you know, there's a reason we have our education because diagnosing somebody is not just about a checklist of symptoms. There's all kinds of information. And I did talk about that a little bit um, when I said, okay, what to expect your first, your first session that you go in. And a lot of it is, is history taking and, and, you know, family history, medical history, all of that kind of stuff. There's a reason that we're asking those kinds of questions and because all of that information is taken into account when, uh, or should be taken into account when a clinician or a doctor is giving a diagnosis. And so take that into account, please. So that's, that's the mean part. And the mean part is, is don't just say, oh, that's just my bipolar and that's just my OCD. Unless you have actually been diagnosed, then you're free to say that all you want. If you have questions about that, then yes, go, go and see someone. That's actually a great way. Like I said, if you're checking on your, your coworkers and your friends and you hear somebody say something like that, ask them like, well, have you actually ever gone and seen somebody? And if they're like, yes, then okay. I was just checking. Um, if they're like, well, no, you know, I did this thing online or whatever you can, you know, it's okay to say, maybe you want to go see actually a doctor or, or a mental health worker and, and make sure because again, there's so many things that go into diagnosing, uh, you know, giving somebody a diagnosis, a, yeah, a diagnosis, than just a checklist. Okay, enough. That's bad. The good thing, this is something. So when I hear that, the good part about that is that is that's people actually talking about it. So whatever symptoms they might have, whatever reason they think they may have bipolar or obsessive compulsive disorder or depression or whatever it is. People are talking about it, and that is wonderful because that helps spread the word about mental health. That helps reduce the scariness of mental health. It makes it just more of a common 
conversation and the more that you can do to help do that, like help talk about it more and make it a more common and acceptable thing, the better. And so for all, so like I said, the mean part, here's the good so, so for all the people who have no problem getting out there and saying like, yeah, that's just, you know, I'm having, you know, those are my bipolar symptoms. That's my mood swings. You know, that's, that's just my anxiety. I thank you for that because again, you're helping to stop that stigma and bring awareness to mental health issues. I think that's really a wonderful thing. So that's the, that's the good part about it. Um, I told you there was the, there was the bad and the good. I still say, even, you know, if you are saying that kind of stuff, I hope that you're in services for it. It never hurts to be reassessed. So what that means is maybe you were given a diagnosis, who knows, back when you were a child. It's always good to, to kind of follow up with that because things change, especially as you, you know, get older. So a really good, good way. This, if you're the person who says, you know, yeah, that's, that's my symptoms. Well, then you can be one of the great people who says like, hey, yeah, I have these symptoms. If you have any kind of symptoms, you should go see somebody and, and get help for it just like I did. So you can actually be a great catalyst for reducing the stigma on mental health. Because if you've seen somebody and they've diagnosed you, well, you can help spread the word that, no, getting mental health services is not scary. It doesn't mean you're crazy. It means that you're going and getting help for whatever symptoms you're having. Again, with everything going on in the world, it's hard. And I've, again, been seeing it in my day-to-day with current clients, previous clients, other therapists, Everybody is kind of like, wow, just wow. A a general feeling of being overwhelmed. And most of the time I say, well, you know, everybody's dealing with something nobody has dealt with before. And add to it all of the stress with the police and the people being shot and killed and feeling like our whole country is in turmoil. And so I would like to take a second or ask you guys to take a second. And, you know, if you want to pray during this, these few minutes, I think that's wonderful. If you just wouldn't to do a moment of silence, that's fine too. I am a Christian, so I will pray during these few minutes, but I ask you to take some time with me. I didn't, I don't think I did that. Um, my previous podcast episode where I kind of talked about all of this going on, I think I neglected to actually do that. Um, and I think it's important because the support that prayers just is so important. I, I know I'm stumbling over everything and it's because it's so hard to put the correct words, the right words of everything that I'm feeling. Um, I'm sure you feel the same way. You know, there's anger, there's hurt, fear, so all kinds of different stuff. And they're all valid feelings. But what we need to do is come together, all of us, as human race, as brothers and sisters, and work to get past all of this violence. I said this before, violence is never the answer, any kind of violence. And so I ask you to join with me now in a few moments of silence or prayer for all of the people who are struggling, for our entire country, for our leaders, for the people who have been killed 
And even for the people who have been arrested and, you know, who knows what the rest of their life will be like, I don't know. But for all of those people, because again, we're all part of the same human race. We're all in this country together and we need, we need to triumph over these horrible times. Thank you for joining me in that moment of silence. I appreciate that. So this is my challenge for you. Over, who I would say just keep this going. Keep this going as long as you can. Instead of saying like over the next week. Um, that actually makes me sound like I'm giving um, a therapy assignment, like a homework assignment. Um, so no, not just over the next week, but over the rest of your life, put it that way. Let's make a pact to stop the silence, erase the stigma of mental health, talk about things, have open communication, to love one another, to treat each other with respect so that we can all triumph over this hard time. I thank you again for joining me. I thank you for listening. I'm really excited for upcoming podcasts, whether I'm a guest on somebody else's and to have a guest on here. Looking at, you know, getting music and stuff is fun. I would love to figure out a way, and I would just need to talk to TJ about this, on how to get a way for people to comment or ask questions or things like that. I don't know how to do any of that yet. So um, that would be fun things to learn. I don't know if I could learn them for next time, but I can try. Because, again, it, everything is constantly, constantly learning, constantly getting new information and so thank you so much for joining me again. I can't wait to, to get back in here and, and talk again. I know this episode was um, a little bit different. It was revisiting COVID because of going back, having the state reopen, going back to work. Um, we will, unless something, I hope not, unless something major, some kind of major event ho happens between now and the next time I record, I plan on resuming again. The therapy, let's talk therapy, like therapy 101 series. And um, I hope you guys all have a great week. Thank you again. Bye.